Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Debbie Collard and Susan Ireland. How are you doing, Debbie and Susan? And where are you hanging out? Um, Debbie first. <laughs> <laughs> doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. And I hang out in the central part of Texas in the United States. Wonderful. And you, Susan? Great. I'm doing great, too. I'm in smoky Seattle right now. So I think it's one of the smokiest places on the planet, unfortunately, but it's supposed to start raining tomorrow. Okay. So hence the name Smoky. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. It's a pleasure having you, uh, both of you here today. With more than 30 plus years of individual experience in corporate leadership, Debbie Collard and Susan Ireland are committed to the mission of making positive leadership the norm rather than the exception. As certified coaches and dynamic speakers, Debbie and Susan motivate teams and individuals to take the next step in their personal leadership journey through sharing their own experiences, best practices and expertise. Both have deep experience in the aerospace industry where they met, leading teams with a significant impact on the world. Now, as co-founders of Seasons Leadership, they work together to amplify and accelerate leadership excellence. And I think your mission to transform the world one leader at a time is remarkable. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you both, Debbie and Susan. <laughs> Thank We you. are so pleased to be here. So pleased to be here with you. Oh, wonderful. So um, my first question to you is, who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Well, I'll jump in for that one. You know, it's, it's kind of hard to say like an ideal client, but I will tell you that the people that come to us are generally in some kind of a transition. So it could be that they've been promoted and they've, they're at a new level. It could be that they are thinking about making a change either in a company or maybe even in a whole field because it's just something, you know, that it's time. It's time for a transition. Um, and that, you know, I want to tie it a little bit to our seasonal metaphor that we like in Seasons Leadership. So it's really, we think of people who are in maybe the fall or winter seasons, using that metaphor, where there's transition and there's deep thinking, and they're looking for a thought partner and, you know, a coach to think this through. So that's, I don't know if that's the ideal, but that is really, we have a lot of people in that, in that, in that season of their life coming to us. Wonderful. And the challenge is facing that transition and uh, having a feeling of like, okay, so what to do now and that everything is shifting. Is that fair to say? It is. It is. There's things that maybe that things are shifting and they're transitioning and there's things that they're letting go. 
you know, with every transition, there's something that you you leave behind, and and that takes time, you know, to to think it through. Wonderful, and so you know, transitions are not as easy as they sound. So, what are common mistakes they make when trying to solve that kind of problem? Well, I'll jump in on this one. As Susan said, it's a time of we're using that seasonal metaphor. It's a time of of letting something go, but trying new things, going between the two and seeking out a thought partner or really focused on being mindful about the transition. So the common mistakes people make are not seeking out thought partners, not taking the time to think through the transition and do it purposefully, but either just letting it happen to them and wringing their hands because they can't control what's going on or ignoring it altogether because they don't want to be in the transition or jumping in and trying to do everything themselves without ever bringing anyone else in to help them or bounce ideas off of or even just commiserate that, yeah, change is hard, transition is hard. So we see people you know, not necessarily jumping in and asking for help, but trying to just power through on their own in the transition. I understand. And I think the seasons are an amazing uh, metaphor for that because then uh, you have that clarity that has to change something. And uh, because it's as clear as the four seasons, right? And uh I don't want to go ahead, but I hope you can explain a little bit later on uh, what these four seasons mean. But uh, before we go there, yeah, absolutely, we'll you, do that for you. <laughs> let's 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 do that in, in a bit. So, okay. So before I ask Debbie and Susan, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. So, if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So um, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? I'm going to let Susan take this one on. Okay. Well, yeah, there's, it's hard to pick just one. Um, I think a valuable free action would be to get a coach. <laughs> is it? I, I guess that's not very free. So let's see. Um, how about, although a coach, but a mentor. Um, so a, a mentor is somebody in your field or somebody with more experience where you connect and um, ask for help, ask for advice, uh, insight. Uh, it's, you know, people want to help. I think one of the things that I hear from people when I say, who's your mentor? And they say, oh, I don't have one. And I say, well, why not? And they're um, a little shy or awkward about asking somebody, especially if they don't know them. And um, I will say that, you know, I encourage them to give it a try. You know, what's the harm of asking somebody, you know, do you have some time for coffee? If it's a Zoom call or something, you know, just 15, 20 minutes, just I want to connect. There's something about you uh, that I admire or, you know, I want to tap your brain about a question I have. And although people are busy, 
it's amazing how many people actually will take the time to connect with people because we 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 like to help. Absolutely, we we are human beings, but also we love to to support it to some extent if we get asked. And I think the first hurdle, and I think the if I understand you correctly, the 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 free action is just ask someone about help, and that can be challenging in itself sometimes. I certainly know. Uh, many, many of my clients had uh, first of like, you know, it took them a while until they were kind of like open enough or ready enough to even ask for help. And they had to happen a whole lot of other stuff, even burnout. So I totally get it that uh, there's uh, never a good time, but, you know, just make it a habit in a way. Would you agree that it's kind of like the approach you also follow through? Absolutely. Well, and the thing about it is, for some reason, many of us, I think it's a sign of weakness to ask for help. And so we think we have to know it all. We have, you know, and if we if we ask for help, you know, people are going to think less of us. Um, and I just, in my experience, that isn't the case. No, mine neither. <laughs> Here we go. So I want to give you both uh, the platform also to share where folks can find you and uh, also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that or maybe also in a broader sense. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, our website is www.seasonsleadership.com. And on there, people can find a number of resources that can help them. When Susan mentioned that one thing you can do is get a coach, uh, but she said that's not really free. Well, the initial session with us is. So either of us will give an initial session. And if someone's just struggling and doesn't even know if a coach is right for them, they can use that session to explore that. But another resource we have on there that gets straight to the heart of this whole idea about transitions and getting uh, building your network or your community so you can reach out to people for help is something that we call the uh, Seasons uh, Relationship Matrix. <laughs> Sounds like a complicated name. It's really a simple table that helps you document who do I want to get in touch with and and just have a relationship with so that when I time comes to ask for help, it's not so hard and it's not so awkward because I've already developed a relationship. And so they can download that for free right off of our website at that URL I just mentioned. And there's lots of other resources there as well. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing. And of course, we put the link in the show description and you have me at a relationship. <laughs> so here we go. Exactly. <laughs> So um, what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Hmm. Who's going to take that one? So now you can talk about seasons, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that maybe that, maybe that is a good one question. You know, why, why did we pick seasons uh, as, our, as our symbol, uh, our logo and our name? Um, and it is because we are we really value that metaphor. It's something that anybody anywhere in the world can connect to. Um, and and we are see if I can do this right. But so you, we've got it. We're in season now, and in the northern hemisphere, we're in fall. So we talk about fall, and 
and then then we'll head into um winter now i know if you're in the southern it's you know opposite but um but it's all it is a metaphor to where we are in life and you can be in different seasons in different parts of your life so your career could be in like a fall or winter season um and knowing that gives you a, a way to think about your situation and maybe not rush things. So if you're in a transition or if you're in winter where we like to think of that is, that's when you go deep. And if you think about the metaphor of, of winter where the plants, maybe they lose their leaves, but that's where their roots really grow. It doesn't look like anything is happening, but actually underneath the surface, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of uh, nutrients that are getting stored up and and um, it's getting ready for the spring where you're going to start seeing buds of ideas. So if you're in the in the fall and winter of your season, if it's your career, do you and you realize it? You allow that space and take that time and wait for those buds to start happening because they will. Um, they will. We know they will. And and um, so it's it's a I guess it's a comforting and a reassuring kind of way. So but you could be in like the fall or winter of your career, but you may be in spring and they may be for your a personal relationship. So, and you can just realize I'm in spring and things are budding and it's going to be fun and I'm going to do that. Or um, maybe with your children, you might be in the summer where it's just busy and everything's going and it's how you're having fun. So uh, it's just a nice way to reflect on your life. Absolutely. And I think it comforts us also because we are... Uh, we have experienced them, some of us longer, more than others, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of like circle of life. And uh, so that I feel it's really the comforting uh, of um, having this metaphor. But there, are, I, I think there are also, what are the four action terms uh, that are represented by uh, those four seasons? Um, I, you care to, to talk about that a little bit, Debbie? Susan, I'll jump in if, it, if you're okay with yeah. that. Um, so we chose um, four action words that align with one that aligns with each season. So in spring, it's awaken. And the reason for that is like Susan talked, the buds start coming out. Everything is awakening in nature during spring and also with a person who is in experiencing spring in some aspect of their life. And then the next comes cultivating, right? You're cultivating, you're fertilizing uh, any thoughts that you had and, and trying to flesh them out into something that just works smoothly in your life. So there's a lot of activity going on with cultivating this, this burgeoning idea or this burgeoning phase that you are in. And then comes integration. So how do you integrate those different things that are going? Um, fall in nature is often seen as a time of harvest and reaping. And so you're reaping, you know, the rewards of that uh, cultivation that you did earlier. 
Um, but you also have to integrate it into the things that you're keeping and you have to weed out those things that no longer serve you. And then finally, transform. Because you've done all these other actions, this awakening, this cultivating, this integrating, you are now transformed. And it's not always this big bang. It's not always a voila, big reveal, I'm a different person. It's it's little subtle changes that are happening, but nonetheless, you have transformed and the cycle continues. So those are our four action words that go along with what's happening in that particular season for each person. No, thank you for clarifying that. Uh, that you, uh, because it's, I think it's important and also shows that it's, uh, we, we, we can learn so much from Mother Nature. And uh, just, you know, when you think about transformation, sometimes it's kind of like that word up, up there or change or so that uh, you're afraid of. But it's just part of nature. It's just the only constant is constant change so here we go <laughs> so right. that, therefore i love that it's kind of like the natural safe approach to life is transformation seeing it in a seasonal uh from a seasonal perspective and you bring this to the uh, uh to the perspective and um to the forefront so beautifully wonderful i love it so now we're getting to uh coming to the final question uh for both of you and um It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Who wants to start? Susan, you go ahead. Okay. Um, so uh, Debbie and I, for our business, but personally too, um, we really um, are value values-based. So it's value. our values are very important to us. And um, so we talk about it a lot. It's like a guiding principle in my life. And so I have three children, but my youngest is is a boy, and he's 26. And um, he is great, doing great and everything. But sometimes, a lot of times, I don't think he has any idea what I do. <laughs> you know, he's doing his life, and, and uh, I'm doing mine. Well, he came over a couple weeks ago, and out of the blue, he said, Mom, what are your values? And I thought, Well, how about that? So we had a big conversation about my values. And then we used a values card deck that we use. And I said, how about let's let's do your values? And so we were able to sit down and, <coughs> excuse me, he worked on his values, identifying his values. And it was just a really wonderful conversation, very deep and unexpected um, and um, it was just, it was wonderful. And it was another demonstration of how this really works for everybody. So you were reaping what you saw. <laughs> it was really amazing. Yeah. Yes, it is. What a beautiful uh, goosebumps moment. Uh, thank you for sharing, Debbie. Uh, sorry, Susan. And uh, over to you, Debbie. Okay. Well, mine's similar in that it's related to one of my uh, twin daughters. And I've always um, tried to live by example with my daughters. I wouldn't say I'm 100% successful at it, but I've, I've tried my best. And my one daughter always had this dream that she wanted to go visit Egypt. This was a big deal to her since she was in uh, elementary school. She um, created some 
some tombs and things for Egypt. And she was like, I, I just want to go there. And we've kind of thought, oh, well, we'll see what she tends to do later. But she never lost that dream. And um, just recently, she returned from a trip to Egypt. She had researched it. She booked it herself. She had uh, done everything she could to make this her dream trip. So she got to visit everything she wanted to. And I was so proud in that moment. And I got goosebumps because it was like, wow, she's she saw it through. She didn't let anything deter her. And there's been a lot of deterrence recently for traveling somewhere like that. Um, so she didn't let anything deter her. She did it. She had a fantastic time. And it gave me both pride and the goosebumps because um, she was living her dream and wasn't letting anything get in the way. So thank you for allowing me to share that story. Wonderful. These are beautiful stories. Thank you for both of you uh, for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moments with your loved ones. I love it. This is what we want to hear here on the show. So thank you, Debbie. And thank you, Susan, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.